Welcome to TLDR. I'm your host, Hunter Guthrie, certified financial wizard. And your co-host, Jake Webster, professional helper and real estate guru. We talk with business owners, entrepreneurs on how to grow, lead, and triumph in all areas of life. And of course, how to take that business of yours and make it outstanding. We are coming to you from Anchorage, Alaska, and we just wanted to give a quick shout out to our amazing recording space. This beautiful studio is here at First Rate Financial, so if you are uh, interested in recording your own podcast videos, anything like that, um, check them out. Um, an amazing company, and if you want to hear from them, we have the, one of the co-owners on episode three, um, so check that episode out and um, you know check out what this amazing company is doing. All right. Welcome back to another podcast episode at TLDR. We have my friend Andy Lamb from Bat Lamb Branding. Andy was a freelance graphic design for designer for 20 years. He studied communication, graphic design, worked at Apple for 10 years, worked with Donald McDonald. I always do this. Donald McDonald. Donald <laughs> Miller at StoryBrand. Um, we are super excited to have you on the podcast. Welcome, Andy. Yeah. Thanks, Jake. It's uh, good to be here. Hunter, nice to meet you. And I, I'm going to throw this in. I asked permission first. Andy is in his podcast studio in Northern California, faces <laughs> wrapped up, fighting cancer <laughs> on here, talking about branding, like marketing. That sounds way better. <laughs> fought, yeah, fought, <laughs> not fought. All right, Andy, t- tell me a little bit about Batlam and what you do, how you help your customers. Uh, yeah, sure. It's really simple, actually. So uh, I'm a StoryBrand certified guide, and that's that's where Donald Miller comes in. And basically, a lot of businesses, uh, when they first make their website, they check a box and they're like, cool, I'm a legitimate business. I have a website now. And they make a lot of simple mistakes and their website doesn't work for them. So what I do is I go in and I redesign websites and the layout of it and the words that you use so that your website will actually work on your behalf. And then you can focus on your business, which is the thing that you wanted to do in the first place, instead of getting a degree in graphic design or marketing. Hmm. That is very helpful. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, are websites supposed to help? Are they supposed to drive traffic? All those <laughs> or, is it, or is it just there, you know, as a placeholder? You know, you'd think so, right? It's the it's the digital it's the digital brochure of our world. Which you know, when I go into my room at night and I take out all the brochures I've collected over the day and put them in my brochure. Nobody does that. Nobody cares about <laughs> brochures. I don't know why we make brochures anymore. And that's kind of how we treat websites too, is it's like, it's my digital brochure and nobody likes brochures. So I don't know why that's a good analogy. Hmm. Yeah. Let's let, I want to, I want to spend a lot of time talking about the website. And then you, you also have, uh, have talked to me about, I mean, story brand. So you're articulating through story specifically, mm-hmm. right? You're, you're actually making uh, this a, rela- a relational, heartfelt message and clarifying that. Yeah. And, and the goal is what? So the goal is really to help people who, if, if you have a business, you have a business because somebody else has a problem. And so if you don't talk about your customer's problem, then people are going to zone out. And that can be whether you're meeting people at like a dinner party or something like that, or it translates obviously to your website. 
the main thing is this. So if, if you're at like a dinner party or something like that, and you meet two different people who do the exact same thing, right? And one of them, you know, you, you walk up to, to her and you're like, Hey, you know, my name's Jake talking about the podcast or whatever. And it's like, you know, what do you do? And she says, oh, I'm a, I'm a personal trainer. Like, okay, cool. And you chat back and forth a little bit, but then the second person, you know, also a personal trainer and you ask her what, what she does. And she says, you know, there's a lot of different kinds of information and ideas about there out there about like your diet and whether you should go keto, should you go paleo, should you go vegetarian? And there's all these different ideas about like, you could, do you do a HIIT workout? Do you do cardio? Do you stay away from cardio? Do you just do strength training? I'm a personal trainer and I help to design meal planning and workout routines to actually help you hit the results that you want. So you're not focusing on the scale at the end of the day, but you feel good about your body when you look in the mirror. And then when you go to the beach in the summertime, mm, which action. person are you going to be more interested in having a conversation with? Which yeah. person's going to get your business? I love that. And that, I mean, should articulate to higher conversion rates, increased yeah. profits. Yeah. I and mean, the idea is just, if you help people, then you, then your business will be more successful. And so talk about how you help people. Right. Huh. Do you have a question about the story piece of that specifically? Uh, I mean, it just speaks to my heart. I like, <laughs> I like everything about that. Just, I mean, I, I buy into story that the reason why someone's doing that, I think it's powerful um, to hear story and it's, it's putting a need first, you know, what, like what you're it talking is. about. Yeah. You're starting with the problem, which is why, you know, getting back to what I do, it's why someone's on your website in the first place. Right. They have a problem. And so you talk about that problem. When you're meeting people out in the world, the whole idea of a one-liner or an elevator pitch is addressing the problem that you solve and why it brings out a positive result. So it it's a movement away from trying to convince people that they need what you have to sell. And instead saying, hey, this is what I do. And this is the problem I help people with. So if you have that problem, or if you know someone who has that problem, I can help them. I'd love to help them. Mm. And then your business becomes more oriented around that. Yeah, which is huge. Instead of just talking about products and solutions all the time. For yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. As you said, nobody likes to pressure that much. Yeah, well, I, <laughs> yeah exactly. I, I think uh, I have had in, in early parts of my career, this desire or this thought that I need to know everything. Mm, yep. Um, so I need imposter to, syndrome. Well, yeah. And I, I need to develop confidence with this person quickly. So I, mm. I need to talk about why they should trust me. Mm -hmm. And it, I mean, it wasn't me showboating or anything like that. It just putting the cart before the ho the horse, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the thing that's been said and repeated, right? Is that, you know, you've got to, you've got to sell your products. Right. Or services. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what does that look like when you, when you, uh, work with someone, what are the, the things you're looking for? Yeah, no, that's a good question. I mean, so what I do right off the bat is, um, I really try to keep it very, very simple. What I do, we meet, we have a conversation and I really determine whether or not the things that I do, the problem I solve is the problem that you have or not. And if it is, then we build a plan to address those specific things, um, execute the plan. And then hopefully, you know, your, your business, if we, if we do it right, then your business is more successful and you bring in more customers. 
that's usually an assessment of the actual words that you have on the website that, um, that you use. Really good example is um, you go to a website and it says, you know, the header, right? And it says a better life is just around the corner. What, what does that mean? Right. You know, is that like, like does that mean, does that mean I'm, are you a real estate company? Am I moving? Is it literally around the corner? You know, is this a fitness company? Is it a financial company? That doesn't mean anything to me. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that we talk about in story brand is the grunt test, which is if a caveman can't sort of like grunt out what it is that you do, you know, oh, personal trainer, me get fit, eat better lose weight, (laughs) you know, like something like that, you know, if you can't grunt it out. And so, you know, for my website, I I messed around with a whole bunch of different things, but ultimately it's like, if you get a better website, you can get better customers. And most people on their websites, they talk to a whole range of customers and they're super vague if they address the market they're actually talking to at all. And that's just a prime waste of real estate space right there. When you first go to the website um, header, and if you talk to a bunch of people, then you're going to end up talking to a bunch of different people. Mm-hmm. Mm. It sounds like you probably have to do a little bit of consulting sometimes to figure out that target market for them too, then. Yeah. Oh, no, that's absolutely true. Yeah. Um, and it it's a thing that people are resistant to sometimes. Like you, you only really want to work with a certain type of customer, but why, why don't you just talk specifically to that customer mm. on your website then? Like why, why do you talk to all these other customers if you don't really want to work with them? <laughs> yeah, that's a scary I, thing, right? F- it's like if I out. if I narrow it down and I talk to only one customer, I'm well, lose then then I'll lose out on all that other business. Right? Do you do business with all those other people that Sometimes. you want to talk to? <laughs> I, I mean, that's a good question. Are you getting business from them to begin with? <laughs> right. Right. No. Yeah. Oh, or then. do they waste your time? Yeah. So what what types of places? What types of like when you when you meet your clients, where are they at? What are they struggling with? What types of pain points are they bringing to you? Either either known, or what you're seeing when you get into that consultation period. Yeah, it, I mean, a big one I think is a fear of wanting to niche down, um, wanting to work with a specific market. Um, a big one that a lot of people struggle with is they actually don't charge enough. Um, they, they, they charge too little. And so that means that they're running around like a chicken with their head cut off because they're trying to please so many people, but they literally don't have the time or resources or sometimes the creative headspace to really solve their client or their customer's problem. Well, mm. um, the worst thing you could do is, um, you know, race to the bottom and be the cheapest guy out there and then get the most amount of business, but what kind of quality for, for most services. Uh, and that's really what I tend to focus on is service oriented businesses. Um, what kind of service can you offer if you're trying to be the cheapest person out there so that you can stay busy and get enough business? Like you'll, you'll be busy. Yeah. Um, and you won't be able to bring a whole lot of value to it. So I try to help people see their own value, figure out the people that they really love helping. Like, how are you wired? You know, what, what is the thing that you love to do? What is your experience? What is your background? What are your favorite clients and customers that you have worked with? And how do we talk to them? Because if this is the thing you love doing, they're probably going to like working with you. And the people out there who aren't willing to pay that, 
those people are just going to be a waste of your time anyway. Yeah. Uh, some of the best advice I think I got really early on, it was, um, I, I, so I, uh, I coached a small U S masters swim team, uh, for about three years and it was very small. It was more of a glorified title than anything else. <laughs> um, but so I, I taught swim lessons as well. And I worked with kids and teenagers and adults. And there was this doctor I worked with and, um, she would have me come out to their home. And, um, I worked with her kids a little bit. And while we were talking one day, she said, you know, if you, I was, I was talking about a particular client I was working with who was just so obnoxious to work with. They kept changing the times that they wanted to meet. And then they kept going, Oh, well, can we, can we bring another kid in on this time or, or whatever? And she's she just looked at me and she said, Andy, if you let them 10% of people will take up 90% of your time. Mm. And the other 90% of people will just pay you what you're worth. And they're not going to argue with you about it. And that's part of the mindset shift of if I stop trying to focus on spreading my message so wide. So it's like, well, I can do that. I, I mean, I can do that and I can do that, but it's like, what do you want to do? What do you enjoy the most? What are you really good at? And what can you help people with the most? Mm. Um, for me, that's usually strategic uh, problem solving kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And so story brand is just becomes the, uh, and the website just becomes a vehicle of, Hey, I'm really good at problem solving and strategically thinking through things. That's, that's part of what Apple did for me really is, uh, in that retail space. Okay. Right. I met different customers all the time. So I can talk to a lot of different people because I did it for like 10 years. Right. That I, I feel that I have encountered a lot of businesses that, I mean, they're, they don't even know they're, they offer awesome goods, awesome services. Uh, but they don't even know who they're service servicing. You know, they don't know who their key clients are. They're not mm -hmm. keeping track or they're, yeah. I mean, there's so many different reasons, but to how, how many times do people come and, and seek help from you and they don't, they don't even know who they're talking to. They don't know what they want. Is that common? Does that happen? Uh, it, it happens sometimes. Um, it, that's usually more a product of people not being completely sure what they want to do exactly. Mm -hmm. um, I had a, um, there was a, a lawyer uh, that I was worse. Uh, there was a lawyer that I was working with and he's working with a firm and he was like, Oh, I really want to do the story brand thing, but he kind of wanted to, and he wanted to go out on his own uh, or his wife wanted to go out on his own. <laughs> um but then he was pretty content working with the company that he was with. And that's actually not a good example. We'll go with a different <laughs> example. <laughs> uh, there was an accountant I was working with. We'll just, we'll, we'll cut that out right there. And we'll, okay. go, we'll go to right here. Okay, right here. Okay. Let's cut that off the tape. Yeah. There was an accountant I was working with. Uh, and uh, it was a referral from a friend and he's like, yeah, she was a really awesome accountant and she uh, wants to start her own business and, or she has her own business going, but she really wants to do a website and she wants to get her presence out there and broaden out. But then in talking to her, she was like, well, you know, there's these um, hospitals who are having to adhere to these uh, like new ADA guidelines and um, and these other protocols that are coming through and I'm really good at that. And then and I was like, wait, what? Like you're an accountant, but like you want to help hospitals, but you want to. And so a big part of it sometimes is um, 
entrepreneurs who are usually brilliantly gifted um, can't settle in on the one thing that they actually want to do. Mm. Um, and so it's, it's more situations like that where people are either spread too thin or they're trying to do all the things, stuff like that. I, I need to hear that. I'm just going to say, I need to <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't, you don't try to dip your, you need to stop doing all the things. Jake. Yeah. I do all the things. It's the, uh, there's so many things that I feel are important. There's so many dreams that I have and it, I, my battle is bringing myself back to today and what I need to focus on. That's actually going to get me there. Yeah. While, while owning the impatience or Mm-hmm. You know, it, in my in my head, it's if I'm not doing more than I'm actually, I'm not caring about what I what I I'm I'm trying to make sense of this. Someone's gonna understand. Someone's wrestling with this. <laughs> they're gonna understand. But it it's a it's a great motivation. Uh, poor execution, and I I need to hear that more often. Focus on the here and the now, and clarify. Uh. Because if if I'm mentally diverted or divided, mm-hmm. then that's gonna correlate to how I'm working in my my efforts. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Absolutely. Um, what have you? Um, I've probably read entirely too many books. Have you read any books around this, around getting clarity on like the daily stuff or the goals you're working on right now? What what kind of stuff do you have in your background as far as that goes? What what's your go to? Some some. Uh, some goal setting, uh, the one thing is a big book for me. Okay. Um, so, I mean, that's probably the foundation that I work from is, okay. is the one thing. It's I've just, heard of it. I haven't read it. What's like kind of a brief synopsis? Uh, it's the one thing. So the, the quote is, don't judge me. Uh, <laughs> what's the one thing in your life that you can move by which doing so makes everything else in your life easier? Oh, okay. So it's really, yeah. ha- it's like the domino effect. What's the little, what's not even little, what's the one thing that everything else is pivoting for, uh, dependent, dependent on. And yeah. yeah, what it's, it's getting that clarity. Okay. Nice. No, that's great. Yeah. So obviously I need to read more. What, what are <laughs> no, some I mean, that's, that I, mean I think reading? that's it. I, I think most people who feel stuck, um, if they really stopped and thought about it, there is one specific thing that they're either dragging their feet on or that they know they're supposed to do or that they know they can do. And maybe they're the thing they're afraid of is the thing that's on the other side of that. Um, But have you, have you read any Jordan Peterson by chance? Oh, I love Jordan Peterson. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So one of the things, one of my favorite things that Jordan Peterson says is it's like, you don't even know what future you is capable of because that's a different person. You can conceive of this much, which is why it's important to like shoot for a goal and work towards it. And I mean, he's like, you don't even know what the hell that guy's going to want, you know, or what the, what that guy's going to be capable of once you, once you get there, which is why you aim at something and then you get closer to it and then you recalibrate and you move towards that. And then you recalibrate and you move towards that. And it's a process because you hopefully will not be the same person in five years and 10 years and 20 years. And so you should want different things and you should be working towards different goals, which is why the one thing, I think that absolutely makes sense, but most people are reticent to, to work on it. Right. Yeah. Developing the habits. That's, I mean, that's the, the one thing in correlation with habits, atomic habits, books like that. Yeah. Oh man. Atomic, atomic habits. I, yeah. James clear. That's a, that's a fantastic book. 
I agree. Um, yeah. <laughs> Hunter agrees. <laughs> um, it's a topic. Miracle Morning. Are miracle you guys? Morning. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, miracle Morning for entrepreneurs. Um, a slight, slight spin on Miracle Morning, but um, that's another one of my favorites. And um, Jake, I, I think I, I think I shared some of this with you. I mean, last year there was some some tragedy in my family. It was uh, right before I became, um, or right after I became a story brand certified guide, and I was working through the onboarding process. But I had started the Miracle Morning and um, had to put my business on hold and fly out to Texas and, and take care of some end of life stuff for for a couple of different family members. Wow. But um, that ability to think through and get my head in a good space and plan out what I was going to do that day, keep focused. It absolutely helped me keep my sanity for, mm. for the, basically the month that I spent out in, out in Texas, you know? Yeah. Um, and it, yeah, it's super powerful. Uh, Donald Miller has a, um, uh, a, like a daily productivity, um, planner basically that you fill out and it involves looking at your goals, looking at your um, life plan. But one of the things that he has you do is he actually uh, has you write your own eulogy um, at the beginning of it. So, so you're like, okay, well, how old do I want to be if I could make it as far as I I absolutely can. And then I'm going to work my way backwards uh, ultimately to 10 years out from now and then five years out from now. And then this year, and it's like, okay, well, if I want my eulogy to read like that, what do I have to do today to work towards my goals for the year, to get to the five year, to get to the 10 year? Mm. Um, he's coming out with a book called Hero on a Mission, which he references a lot of his other stuff, but I think it's it's a bit more concise and it's part of the business stuff wrapped into some of his previous books like Blue Like Jazz and uh, A Million Miles in a Thousand Years. Um, but there's this idea that in your story, um, or any in any given story, you have uh, a victim, a villain, a hero, and a guide. And a villain is someone who was a victim who couldn't go through a transformative process. And because they couldn't deal with the things that made them into a victim, they ultimately end up becoming the villain. And a hero, um, the the victim's always like a it's a bit part in the in the story that's uh, ultimately about the hero. And the hero can be a victim, but he, if, but if he starts that way, he, he or she has to go through a transformative process in order to become the hero mm. in the story. And the guide is the character who, who comes along that. And so on any given day, we, any one of us might play any one of those parts, you know, we get cut off on the freeway and we flip the guy, the bird or whatever. And, you know, we become, we went from a victim to becoming a villain, you know, or we decide we're going to swerve up in front of them or mm. <laughs> cut them, cut them off equally, something like that. Um, but, you know, if, if we, if we transform, then we can become the hero in our story. And ultimately it's about life planning and what does your life look like? And um, because you can't be a victim and be transforming into a hero at the same time. You got to pick. It's got to be one or the other. And the sad thing is that a lot of people, they get so stuck and they don't do whatever that one thing is that can move them forward through transformation to becoming a hero in their own story. And because they don't go through that transformation, they they think, oh, well, I'm in pain or whatever. You know, I'm just going to, I'm a victim. I'm a martyr or whatever. And ultimately, they end up becoming a villain because you don't really have a choice when you become a victim in your life. You're going to go one direction or the other. Mm. We got philosophical there. Yeah, I, I, did anyway. I like it. Yeah, I really like the. Uh, I mean, all of what you said, but that that's really powerful to write your own eulogy. Yeah, 
that's super powerful. Perspective. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah. And I mean, you, you think about it and you read that every morning as you're planning out your day, like that could, that could create some momentum, I think. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. This is good. I mean, if you're in a leadership position, I I'm, I'm just trying to apply this to my own life. I consistently feel like this overwhelm or the, uh, the busyness it can, Mm -hmm. you can hit spots in your life. I think I've hit those more frequently while mm-hmm. trying to grow a business. Uh, yeah. And there's there's so many variables that, but the, it's important to me to be a good leader, to lead mm-hmm. the way for others. And I I have to have clarity. I have to ca- have control to be mm-hmm. able to do that. So if I'm, if in my head I'm saying I care a lot about people, but I'm making compromises that aren't, that aren't actually leading me in that direction. Mm-hmm. You know, I, we talked to uh, a, a gentleman. I just forgot his name. I am going to publicly apologize. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think it was Brandon. Was it Brandon? Brandon. Did I, I just got the name mixed up. I have to edit all of this out. <laughs> what was the dude from uh, the, cl- the, the organizational development consultant? Christian Lentine. Christian. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Christian was on the podcast. You know Christian Montine? Uh-huh. Yeah, he was on the podcast. Huh? Okay, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, Christian. I don't know Christian Montine, but you know, I heard you know the of say Christian way, Montine. So I do know of Christian. Now I do. Yep. Uh, <laughs> dude, I can't. I. I. It's just yeah, out of left field. I'm. I. I don't know. I trust Andy, but I'm like, is it a joke? <laughs> so. Christian was talking about um, mindset, mm-hmm. uh, how we can get off on different paths while mm-hmm. pursuing this this goal, and we think yeah. we think we're headed in the right direction, and there's almost the well, no, I just got to try harder, and you push through, but yeah. having clarity, being able to stop, because I think busyness and all of those other distractions, the overwhelm, the pain of, I mean, so many different things, bills coming up, paying employees. Um, yeah. They can cloud everything. And I mean, this, this is not about websites anymore, but it's such a, it's such an important thing. And I think yeah, we well, it's about, it's about clarity, Yeah, you know? And I mean, the reason why clarity in, wor- in websites works is because clarity in life works. Mm-hmm. You know, what, um, one of the things um, that we talk about in story brand is if you, if you confuse, you lose. And so if you're confused about your life and you don't know what your life is about, well, then you're not going to move forward and succeed. You're just going to kind of stumble through. Um, years ago, I read a book by uh, Andy Stanley called Visioneering. And so the engineering of a vision for your life. And he talks about how life is multifaceted okay. and you need a multifaceted vision for your life for that reason. And so you need to look at the different areas of your life and figure out what your goal statements are. And, you know, his whole thing, I mean, it ties into the story brand and James clear and atomic habits and miracle morning and everything else. It's that um, if you, what's, what's that, that quote, if you uh, shoot for the moon and you miss, at least you'll, you'll land among the stars, right? Mm-hmm. Every, everyone, everybody ends up somewhere in life. Some people end up there on purpose. 
Hmm. or at least close to their approximation of what they were shooting for. Right. And so on your website, if you don't say what you do or the thing, or if you don't make it easy on your customers to navigate through doing business with you, if you create confusion in their life, they're going to move away from it because people are always moving towards things that are going to either help them survive in life or thrive in life. And if your website or your business or your service or whatever it is you're offering doesn't do that, they've got enough confusion in their own life. You know, they, the toilet's not working. They don't want to know why, you know, <laughs> better moments right around the corner or whatever it was earlier. It's like, oh, it's the plumbing company. It's a bend in the pipe. You know, it's like, we've got to clean out, but it doesn't make sense. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, best plumber in, you know, Placer County, you know, we can have someone out there today. That's a much better header than like, you know, good news is right around the corner or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Better, better pipes are around the corner. Like <laughs> better yeah. pipes around the corner. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. uh. So the good, ugly, the good, the bad, the ugly portion. Uh, with you, wh- what are the the common mistakes that you see? Just practical. What what can we give people today? Yeah. Um. It so. Um, and this is all just, I mean, you know, if, if you look up story brand or you try to find a story brand certified guide, um, this should be the mantra of just about, just about all of us. Um, so we'll say, if you confuse, you lose, right? So, um, on your header, on your website, don't say cutesy sort of statements. Um, Apple can do whatever they want on their website because you, you go to Apple and, you hey. know, if, if you don't know what it is that they sell, you know, or, yeah. or what's happening, it, like I'm actually, I'm actually really curious what Apple's uh, current. It's, um, I mean, it's like so. I've, I've actually, you know, Apple's a great example of great marketing because they use so little, and yeah. it says so much, so minimal. Yeah. But it's, I think they have crystal clear clarity. Yeah, yeah. So it's, and it's also like, I mean, it, it's the whole brand there. Yeah. And yeah. I hate Apple and I'm saying this, so. <laughs> yeah, no, no worries. <laughs> okay. So right now Apple's website says, let the holidays be for everyone. Um, and then and they've yeah. got a bunch There's of no pro- different stuff yeah. on there, you know yeah. I mean? It's like, but, but that, but that's Apple. So I'm going to now look up um, plumber and let's just go to the, the first website that uh, pops up for me here. Um, okay. Roto-Rooter plumbing and cleanup 24 seven plumber. And we're, we're just going to see what their, uh, header says, um, plumbing and water cleanup. Yeah, we do both. There we go. You know, you know, very, very quickly what it is that they do. Now I'm going to go down to, um, page three. And let's go to. So you're actually looking on Google right now. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, ranked on the third page, not getting as high optimization. Um, that's not even enough. That's do you go in and do any of the SEO stuff, Andy? Um, I do. You would be blown away at how clean and reliable plumber. Okay. That's okay. Um, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's pretty helpful and everything else is just clickbait. Um, (laughs) so, um, I do, so I do some SEO. Yeah. Um, there's, there's some really basic things you can do, uh, for your website. 
um, in general, like uh, SEO is kind of a magical unicorn out there, right? right. Um, people all have different ideas of what makes for good SEO and then what makes for great SEO. Um, Google likes websites that update on a regular basis. Um, so one of the best things that you can do is talk about the thing that you do and generate content, a blog, honestly. You can tie in, you can even tie an in Instagram and just post every once in a while and just make sure that you say the things you do, um, the things you focus on, the city that you're in. Those are great, very simple ways to help with SEO. And then you can do SEO audits and with, stuff like that. That's actually one thing I'm branching out into is SEO audits. With the with the blogs, I heard <laughs> that if you anchor like I mean a knit, I mean a small amount of blogs. And then mm -hmm. you're continually updating those. Mm -hmm. That's a, a a more efficient way of doing it instead of putting out new content. And oh yeah, up your library. I mean, what do you think about? Yeah, that? so it, so what you're doing is if you add a little bit to the blog to like a single blog post or something every time, what you're doing is you're updating your website. And Google likes websites, so they don't see it as new your... content. They just look at it as it's an update. There's activity. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, if you, um, if you put more, okay. Uh, do either of you guys like to cook? Yeah. Okay. You ever looked up a recipe on a website mm -hmm. and Terrible. you find a recipe that looks really good from the brief description that you see. So you click on the link and then you've got to scroll for days just to get down to the bottom of the page, um, to find the recipe. Mm -hmm. The part of the reason for that is that website probably had good SEO related to the thing that you were looking for which is why they drone on and on and on about all kinds of page. different things. Yeah. They're increasing the words on their page and Google oh. likes kind of pages that have more stuff or they repeat the same phrase several times throughout the page. They oh. talk about it a lot. And so the very thing that made you find that recipe is also the thing that drives you nuts when you get to the website. So some of those websites now they're doing like a jump to recipe button at the top. And yeah. Thank I you. appreciate those and have started. Yeah, to go thank those you. yeah me too. Can, <laughs> can, can we just have Google change the way they do recipes? Then? <laughs> <laughs> the way, yeah, the way, I mean, that, that would be fantastic. Um, it's a okay system, I think for uh, creating some discrimination around what is a safe and okay website that you actually want to get a recipe off of and what's one that someone's just throwing up to, you know, put some malicious stuff on it or right. something like that, or try and get into your system or just, that's fair. You, you don't have pop-ups open or you don't have pop-up blocker enabled. Right. And so it's just your 30 websites into the dark web or something like that. Yeah. And you just wanted to, I guess that's true. Google Pumpkin does a good recipe. Google does do a good job of filtering that stuff out these days. So yeah, hardly see it anymore. For for the most part, you still yeah. run across a couple. Like, what are you doing here? Well, that's because you apparently do run some sketchy searches. So that's not my fault. No, don't put this bag off. Me. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about Google. I I apologize. I got us on a total rabbit hole there. Yeah. Uh, no. Okay. Okay. Top mistakes that people make. Yes. Uh, one of the biggest things is like, um, if. If you are a plumber, a lawyer, an accountant, um, you know, a, a, a dentist, whatever the thing is that you do, say what you do when you get to your to the website, and make it so that if someone who knows absolutely nothing about you, I mean, like you're on a, a flight somewhere, right, and you you open your laptop, you show them the, you show the person sitting next to you and say, Hey, I'm wondering if you can do me a favor. 
I own my own business and I'd really like to be able to see if you can tell me what it is that I do just by glancing at my website. And so you turn and you open it to them. And if they can tell you that and they go, oh, I think you do this and they're at, and it's accurate, then you know, okay, you hit the nail on the head. Stay away from trying to be cute. Stay away from trying to be clever. Cute and clever will always fail and lose next to clarity because that's what people want in their life. They want more clarity. Um, so take advantage of that real estate, tell people what you do, tell them simply. And if they, if they can tell within the first five seconds, what it is that you do, how you help them solve a problem, you're already, you know, light years ahead of so many other websites out there. Um, I was designing a a website for a, um, she, she, this lady did project management, um, planning essentially for really, really large construction projects, right? So um, different hospitals in um, Northern California that she's worked on or um, these um, senior living facilities or like, I mean, these like giant like building projects, right? And I, um, I, I remember, I can't think off the top of my head what it was, the specific title that she had. I had something like um, commercial project uh, commercial construction project planning or something like that, whatever it was, whatever the specific thing was that she did. I had that in, in tight, succinct copy. Um, so that when you got to her webpage, it said, it said that, um, and I did that and talked about each of the specific things that she did for each one of her specific, um, sub pages on her website. And she wanted them, um, she wanted all of that taken out and she wanted the, the primary page to say home. She wanted the part that talked about her to say about. Um, and she so she took out these things that were really a lot of clarity around what it was specifically that she did and the problem that she solved. And she wanted people to know that, oh, you're on my homepage right now. Oh, you're on my about page right now. And so instead of saying what it was that she did, and it was just really a waste of it. Mm. Um, and the second thing is don't talk about you. Nobody cares anymore for the most part, if your grandfather started the company 75 years ago. And so if that's the first thing that someone says there, because what you're doing there is you're saying, this is my story. Uh, And narrative marketing is like, it's a hot thing out there right now. I mean, if you do a search for narrative marketing or story-based marketing, you're going to find a ton of different things. But what story brand is and what story brand does is it says that you are not the hero of the story as a, as, as a business. You are the guide who's coming alongside a hero who's living their own story. And so you want to help the hero win the day. So you're not Luke Skywalker, right? You're helping Luke Skywalker. So you're Obi-Wan Kenobi or you're Yoda. And you're coming along Luke Skywalker to help him fulfill his mission of becoming a Jedi Knight and destroying the Death Star and solving his father issues. Right. Um, and not making out with his sister. That was weird. Um, you know, or you're, you know, you're, you're not Harry Potter, you know, you are, um, any number of other references. You're, you're not the hero of the story and understanding that your customer is the hero of the story. So you need to first and foremost, talk about your customer's problem, not you and you as a business and why you're so great. Um, ultimately if people are interested they will seek to learn more, but that's the first thing that you want to do is you want to pique someone's interest when they get to your website. If they're interested, they'll be interested in building a relationship. If you build enough of a relationship through educating and enlightening them, 
through like the rest of your website or marketing campaigns or things like that, then ultimately they will decide to commit to you. And that's the stage of every relationship is you have, you have interest, you have education, and then you have commitment. Hmm. Yeah. I think it's super important. Website sales process, anything, no matter what you're doing. Yeah. Pick their interest first. And then you build the reputation and trust yeah. afterwards. You, you see story. a cute girl on the street and you go up and ask her to marry you. It's probably not going to go super great, you know? <laughs> out of nowhere. Yeah. Maybe you flirt with her a little bit, get her great. interested. I mean, and if she's okay with that, great. you know? Yeah, I don't know about that example. That could go great because she's just like, wow, he's either really egotistical <laughs> or he's really confident. One of the two. Confident. <laughs> yeah. I've seen yeah. some yes. of the try Hopefully videos. she's not crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I appreciate Annie. Did, did you have any other questions, Hunter? I think I'm good. I think, yeah. We, we really awesome. appreciate it. I I think uh, I mean I don't care if anyone else got anything out of this. I got all time out of it. <laughs> I got some things I need to start implementing just based on this conversation. Yeah, just do sweet. Things. Just do things, Jake. Just do well. That's been this whole podcast thing, <laughs> but the the clarity and you know, mm-hmm. I think it's it's yeah, we're human. We forget, you know. So it's it's yeah. just nice to have other people. Uh, you put yourself in front of people like yourself to to challenge you and hold you accountable and you know hey shoot for the stars but remember you gotta follow the steps <laughs> yeah 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 no it's true yeah well and take whatever the next step is take that next step forward yeah. yeah the story brand stuff is super cool i love i love the way it's it's uh talked about like it's not about you it's about them yep that's cool yep you, you have a business because someone else has a problem. Yeah. So if you're not talking about their problem and how you help them fix it, then you are just confusing people and not helping them live their life and their story. Hmm. So you are a story brand certified consultant. You're running Batlam Branding. How do people find you? Uh, BatlamBrandingCo.com. I'm on there. I'm on Instagram. I am on Facebook and, um, you can schedule a call. We can jump on. I can review your website with you and see if we're a good fit and if I can help you. And if I ultimately don't solve the problem that you have, I've got a whole, you know, there's like 400 different people in the guide community. So, and we all do different things and we all zero in on different things and we have story brand as our backdrop. So if I can't help you specifically with the problem you have, I could probably find someone who can help you. That's awesome. And they'll know the stuff that I know. So what do you, uh, what do you usually charge for those consultations? Oh, I'll, I'll jump on and I'll, I'll, I'll do a call and just look at things. Like there's no, there's no charge for that at all. Sweet. Yeah. I mean, this sounds super salesy, but no, no yeah. costs. I might, no be, costs. No costs. I might be calling you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can, you can book a 30 minute meeting through my website and, you know, send me your link and say, Hey, this is what I'm trying to figure out. And um, I mean, if, even if I'm like outside of your budget or whatever, I can say, Hey, you can get a membership through uh, business made simple. And there's a ton of classes and stuff on there you can do. And there's um, probably three specific books you could look at that would help you a lot. Uh, Building a story brand by Donald Miller, uh, business made simple and marketing made simple. Sweet. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Those are all fantastic resources. You are a resource. If anyone needs to get steered in the right direction, whether or not you can help them or not. I love that. Yeah. 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 And I'm, I'm dabbling with this idea of possibly doing some uh, coaching consulting kind of stuff where if someone's like, yeah, you know, I like, I, I just don't have five grand right now, but I've got like 500 bucks I could put towards this or I could break it up over a series of months and um, trying to figure out if there's some way that I can help people and be working with people um, where they can get value out of it, but they can have a little bit more of a hands-on approach if that's where they're at with their business. 
Yeah, that's awesome. Well, we appreciate it, Andy. Uh, we will see everyone next time. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Go ahead and give us a follow on our Facebook page if you'd like to stay connected. And if you want to go deeper with us, join our Facebook group. And here you can join the conversation, you know, share resources with each other and uh, network with other like-minded people like yourselves. And if you know someone that would get value out of the episode today, we'd be honored if you shared the show with them. Until next time, progress over perfection.